Hello everybody, AJ here with Economics. After a week that I took on vacation, I don't know what happened, everything went to hell, everything's red. We're gonna see what's going on with uh, Jerome Powell and the Fed. We're gonna see uh, a little bit of Pfizer, Solana, Tesla, New Holdings, uh, which is New Bank, did the IPO a few days ago. And we're gonna see a little bit of Dodge and the crypto market. Now, and before I start, uh, if you like the content, please subscribe. I have amazing content for you guys this week. We're gonna have videos on Technoclass. If you haven't heard this talk, it's the, the company that has connections, apparently, uh, connections to the uh, Cali Cartel in Colombia. It's, got, it's a very, very interesting story. It went down 40% a couple of days ago when it was reported. Uh, I'm still surprised that it didn't go bankrupt, uh, so I wanted to dig in in the numbers. So we're going to have a video on that specific topic later this week. We're going to do um, new holdings F1 um, form. We're going to see their numbers and if the valuation of $45 billion is granted. Also, the letter of Howard Marks uh, from last week. We're going to do a review on a specific video on that and... Um, Selena IPO. If you don't know, the Selena company is very, very interesting. They're going to do a SPAC soon. And they just reported that they made a, um, uh, an agreement. So we're going to see all the investors' presentation that they did to see if it's something that we should look forward to. I really like Selena. I've stayed in their hotels. They're an Israeli company, but they're based, I think, in Panama. We're going to see a whole a whole video on that in the next few days. So please subscribe if you like the content. Here in Economics, we speak about finance, economics, and mainly the stock market and a little bit of crypto as well. So let's start. Today, today we have uh, obviously our very red day. Everybody is probably, most of the people are losing money in the stock market today. We're going to see why. And we're going to start with the market in general as we always do first let's go to our weeble or we will seize um just a, a maybe 20 assets in green and and it's headed by and uh, the volatility index that's up 9.45 percent today it's obvious when everything goes down or moves a lot and we see the the vix go up Coca-Cola going up a little bit and Pfizer going up only 0.47%. It's strange because Pfizer has very good news and we're going to see it in a second. In red, in red we see, let's go to the bottom of the list, Cloudfare going down 11.6%, DigitalOcean going down 10.5%. Remember, DigitalOcean is a company that we've been talking about a lot in this channel. We started talking when they uh, went public and then a little bit when, uh, when it was around 60. It went all the way up to 112, but now it's correcting. Uh, I'll probably in a, a week or two, I'll do a video only on Detail Oceans because I really, really like that company. I've used it in companies I've worked with. And what else? Atai Life Sciences going down 6.5%. Adobe going down 8.4%. Salesforce 4.6 down, Microsoft also down 4%, Tesla uh, going down 3.3%, we're going to talk about that in a second. And that's it for the market overview. Let's go and see something very interesting. Um, investor cash allocation increased 14% from November, basically. 
Uh, a lot of people are worried about what the Fed and other central banks are going to do. So they're putting and uh, they're taking money out the stock market and waiting to see uh, how to allocate it after they know if the Fed and ECB and and the Japan uh, central bank say, remember, this week, 20 central banks are having meetings. So we're going to see a lot of news. The VIX probably is going to go crazy. It's going to be the best performing stock of the week, probably, because the volatility is going to be insane, as we've been seeing yesterday and today. If we see the Bloomberg um, poll, we see that investors are bracing for major policy meetings. And remember that the, cent the European Central Bank is expected to continue to be expansionary. Basically, they continue, they're going to continue to buy, and that's what's expected. They're going to continue to have the same attitude as the Fed had a couple months ago or uh, during the whole corona time, that is basically buy assets and keep rates low. Also, the BOJ, the Bank of Japan, is going to keep also these uh, dovish um, tendencies. When you say dovish, you mean basically that the inflation is not as important. Basically, they want to continue to uh, promote uh, very, very low numbers in unemployment and um, facilitate business. Low uh, rates and a lot of um, buying of mortgage-backed securities and equities and everything. But the Fed is the most important one, obviously, and uh, they're going to come out tomorrow at 2.30. Jerome Powell is going to have a press conference and we're going to see where the Fed stands. Let's talk about Pfizer. They did two studies. Two studies were done by Pfizer. One uh, failed to meet the primary goal of reducing self-reported symptoms in 673 adults. But, but uh, it showed a trend towards reducing hospitalizations in the group by 70%. So that's fantastic because most of these restrictions at this point are not because of the uh, because of people are dying out of, of COVID. It's just to not overwhelm the system. So if they can reduce hospitalizations, that's good enough to go back to normal life. And the second study that uh, Pfizer did was um, the treatment from the further appeal was uh, remained 89% effective in preventing hospitalizations in high-risk unvaccinated people. So um, if during the three days after you see symptoms, you take the Pfizer pill, nine out of 10 people will not be hospitalized by uh, COVID. That's amazing. And because of all this news, uh, they're expecting Pfizer to go very, very high during 2022. And we're going to see that in a second, but the pill remains likely to become a standard treatment for COVID patients at risk of developing severe disease. Now, if we go and see uh, UBS uh, put Pfizer on buy instead of neutral, and it's because they think um, that it's going to be their sales, it's going to be 40% above Wall Street expectation. That means that if they start developing is if they start um distributing this pill and their sales increase accordingly we're gonna see that they're gonna beat all the expectations and uh, and we might see this stock uh, rise to to 60 or above remember uh, pfizer is now at around 16 pe and 55 dollars per share 
They also bought another pharmaceutical company for 6.7 billion. So everything out of Pfizer has been great this week. If we go and see the other one that's been decreasing a lot lately, Tesla reaching $930 after Elon Musk sold another billion dollars worth of this stock. He sold 12.7 billion worth of the stock uh, in a month, five weeks, and he has still he still has to sell another five billion, and so we can still see a lot of sell pressure in this stock. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see it under 900. But let's remember, even though Tesla is uh, trading at a PE of 312, probably today by the time the session is finished, we're gonna see it around 300. It's it's super if it was any other company it would be super super overvalued nobody cares when Elon Musk is concerned everybody's expecting Tesla to continue its astronomical growth in Europe China and the US so even if it goes below 900 as soon as uh, Elon Musk stops selling um, shares and it goes public we're gonna see a lot of bullish trend on Tesla but um, with a market like this, I wouldn't be surprised if it takes uh, a couple months until he ends um, selling. It took five weeks to sell uh, $12.7 billion worth of, of stock. With the, with the market as it is now, uh, he might reduce the speed of which he's um, selling his stock. So um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll cover this stock uh, probably in every video because... Uh, Elamas never stops making news. Elamas today, let's jump to the the now that we're talking about Elon Musk, he tweeted that Tesla will make some merch viable with Dodge. So basically, if you have Dodge, you can go into the Tesla store and you're gonna buy you can buy their merch. And like the whistle that they produced last week, you can buy it in Dodge. This made Dodge go up. In a sea of red in crypto, as we can see, everything's down. Dodge is going up 19% today. And it's surprising because the only coin that is in green is that one in the top 10. The rest is going down. Bitcoin is going down 10%, Ethereum 13%. And they're all seeing uh, lows, very, very big lows. Solana, that we're going to talk about in a second, is down 0.2%, which is strange because Solana has had bad news lately. It's down 20% overall this week. And Cardano Ada has been um, trashed a lot in social media lately. And it's down also 13.5% this week. But Solana, Solana is an interesting one. And uh, Justin Can, the founder, the co-founder of Twitch, uh, uh, basically a social media personality and YouTuber now, uh, also TikToker with hundreds of thousands of, of subscribers. He has a fund, he has a media company, and today he launched, um, let's, let me show you here, Fractal. Basically, it's a Solana-based marketplace for gaming NFTs. And um, they're gonna, he launched the website, but it's still not open for the public, but it's gonna be uh, a marketplace basically in the area uh, that he's a professional at, basically, gaming. And this made a boost for Solana because if we see what happened to Solana a couple of days ago, we can. Uh, I highly recommend if you are interested in Solana to follow Justin Bonds. Um, he analyzes crypto markets like a uh, few people uh, I follow. 
basically the Solana was attacked yesterday. Solana is not as decentralized as uh, it's supposed to be. Let's go back and talk about NU. NU trading now at $9.73, going down 10% today. NU is the Brazilian bank that has uh, 40, 48 million um, customers. If to put into perspective, uh, BBVA, one of the biggest banks in Europe, um, has been existing for decades and they have 38 million uh, customers. Nubank, basically an N26, if you're European, you know that bank, it's a, a new age bank in Brazil. They've grown from 2018, they had 3.7 million and now they have 48.1 million. The call to fame of Nubank and why it was so big in their IPO is because Warren Buffett is one of the investors of Nubank. And it's a strange thing because usually um, Warren Buffett uh, historically has not uh, invested in, um, in pre-IPO high-tech, new-tech uh, companies. But Brazil is such a huge, huge market and Nubank uh, basically has taken it by storm. Uh, but in at the beginning of this year, N26 got the license to operate as a banking institution in Brazil, but they haven't been able to compete at all because Nubank uh, basically had more uh, downloads of their app than most of the competitors combined. So they did the IPO. They were valued at over $50 billion when they did the IPO. And they've been down. Obviously, they did the IPO when it was... Uh, not the best time to do an, an IPO, so they they went to 12 with $24 per share at the height, and now they're trading at 9.73 today, going down 10%. Um, I'm gonna do a video specifically following the um, the the F1 form that they submitted to the SEC when they um, did the IPO. So we're gonna see the numbers, how they've been evolving. But today I just wanted to mention them because. They're the ones that are going down the most. And there's a tendency that have been uh, when the VIX is so up and the Fed, uh, there's so much volatility and uncertainty in the markets that most investors try to take the, the cash out from the stock market and they start by emerging markets, which are no, not as strong as the emerging markets. So obviously we see Chinese stocks, Brazilian stocks um, going down more than the American stocks or European stocks. But um, we're going to cover new holdings or new bank in a specific video. And that's it for today. Thank you very much. Don't forget to subscribe and see you tomorrow. Have a great day.